For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. When you learn to work the word of God against the wiles of the devil, you have just learned the wielder's way. Hello and praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Wilder's Way. I'm Minister Alzada Perrier, and I am excited that you've decided to tune into this podcast. Um, as you know, I know you guys hear it every time, and you're going to keep hearing it because I'm committed to serve you in this way. And that is, I desire to put your mind at ease. And what I mean is the three E's to edify, exhort, and encourage you in times like these, that you can still be, here's another E, excited about life and the potential of the work of the Lord to be done in your life. He has a purpose and a plan for you. Make no mistake that the things that we see and hear that are going on in this world never, ever will be able to cancel the plans that God has for your life. So I really pray that you know that for yourself. Amen. I'm excited about today's episode entitled A New Mind. A New Mind. Can I tell you the truth? A new mind is going to produce a new you. Hallelujah. In other words, there's a you inside of you that you have yet to know because you have not yet been ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. I'm going to come to you today from a very familiar passage of scripture um, that many of us, I believe, especially in the body of Christ, have heard before. And it is Romans 12 and 2. Um, I'm going to read it from two different translations. The King James Version is the common one and usually my personal first choice. Amen. And then the next one is the, the second one I'm going to be uh, reading that same scripture from the New Living Translation. Amen. All right. So King James for Romans 12 and 2 says, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. The New Living Translation says for the same scripture, Romans 12 and 2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will Learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let the word of the Lord be glorified. Hallelujah. And so the thing that I want to say, I really believe that many of us as believers, now I'm talking about believers in Jesus Christ. Um, I feel like another reason why we don't live victorious lives in the way that he predestined and preordained it to be for us um, is because we have not been transformed by the renewing of our mind. Amen. And the thing that is dangerous about that is that means that we have the potential or we, and not, not really the potential, what we are doing 
is living our lives cyclically, meaning we're living it in cycles as opposed to breaking them. Because watch this, just because you confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior does not mean that your mind changed. Let me say that again. Just because you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, it does not mean that your mind changed, but it does mean that your mind can change. It's going to be required in order for you to be transformed. Amen. And transformation, according to this scripture, tells us it's going to come by the renewing of your mind. And the thing that I, one of the main reasons why I wanted to use another translation of this scripture is because for the NLT line, watch this. It says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world. So if it's cautioning you not to copy the behaviors and customs of this world, the Lord put this scripture in here through uh, Apostle Paul to let us know that we have the tendency to do that. Think about it. When we gave our life to Christ, right, according to, uh, and this is what I talked about on my last podcast, when the one that was entitled All In, because we're in Christ, we're new creations, we're new creatures, but we won't be able to walk in that until our minds are transformed. It's going to require a new way of thinking. Could it be that we're experiencing the same old, same old because we think the same old? <laughs> we think the same things constantly. We have um, a thought process about money, about how relationships should look, how marriage should look, how parenting could, that can look, how that should look. And, and usually... Um, We've always functioned before we confess Christ as Lord and Savior. We function from the perspective of our carnal nature, from a sinful nature. But when we're born again, we're born again. We're, we, we shouldn't be having that mindset. I said one thing that believers need to do, and I've said this again. This was on my previous podcast. I said that we have to move from the confession to the cranium because now it's, it's, you know, we move from the mouth to the mind. And to be honest with you, everything really starts in the mind. Um, amen. But we're cautioned to not copy those behaviors and customs of the world. But let God, and this, I'm still in the NLT, that let God means that you have to give God permission. Amen. You have to authorize God because remember, God gave us free will. So he's not going to force himself on us. Amen. He's not going to make you do anything that you don't want to do, including love him or believe in him. Amen. And so, um, but it says you have to let God transform you into a person by changing the way you think. And here's the thing that really stands out to me because a lot of us go through life wanting to know what does God want from me? What does God want me to do? What is his will for my life? Well, here in this particular scripture, whether you look at it from the King James Version or the NLT, which is the New Living Translation, it all boils down to the need of a renewed mind. Why is it an urgent matter? Because it says, then you will learn to know God's will for you. So in other words, if I don't have a renewed mind, I am not going to even be able to know what the will of God is for my life. I'm not going to know. I'm not going to be able to receive it. I'm not going to be able to conceive it. I'm not going to be able to know it. Do you see why it's so important? So we have the caution here to not be conformed to the behaviors and customs of the world. 
to let God transform us into a new person by changing the way we think. It's a true statement that I've heard. Um, Joyce Myers used to say, where the man goes, the mind follows. Or where the mind goes, I, I, let's flip that. The mind goes, the man follows. Amen? So if you have a renewed mind, a new mind, you're going to go into new things. And it's going to be things that are going to be benefit you and going to, even more importantly, be in the will of God. Another thing that I want to point out to you that really stood out to me in this scriptures is, now I'm going to go back to the King James. It says here, why? I'm going to read it again. Be not conformed to this world. We understand that. Be ye transformed by the renewing of our minds. Amen. We understand that that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. I want to focus on good, acceptable, and perfect for a minute. I find it interesting that Brother Paul here gives us, it's almost like he's giving us three levels to the will of God. Um, good, acceptable, and perfect. And when I, I, I when I read this, I started to think about it, people, and I was just like, hmm, I noticed the will of God is like three different stages or levels, if you will, got good, acceptable, and perfect. And I kept thinking about this thing. And then I thought about it because you would think that all of that combined is all God's will. And it, it is God's will, but it's three different, uh, three different levels. I really believe that the good uh, part of it is like maybe something, first of all, let's understand that God does stuff for us because he's good, not necessarily because we're good. Um, sometimes he just does a thing because he's good. Uh, a good thing would maybe be like um, a promotion. That's a good thing. And the Bible says that the promotion does not come from the north, south, east, or west, but it comes from God. A good thing could be that you're hungry and you find a, you have no money and you find a $20 bill on the ground. Um, now you have money. If you find that it, you can't find who it belongs to, you can use it to eat lunch if that's your choice, or you could choose to sew it. But that would be a good thing. I feel like acceptable is those things in our life that maybe we had hoped for or desired that did not come to pass because God simply said no. And, you know, we have to be able to accept the no of God, the no's of God, because this is the deal. He's not obligated to fulfill your will, but he's always obligated and will fulfill his. Amen. So the acceptable will may be, now some, some of you may not want to hear this, but for some of us, we may not marry. We might have the desire to, and I know people be like, well, I don't receive that. But at the end of the day though, nowhere in the Bible is marriage promised. And also if it's not in the will of God, it's not going to happen to you, whether you receive it or not. <laughs> Because in as much as he loves you, you know, if he has a different plan, you know, he does. And watch this. You can't say that God would not ever say to you uh, that you um, won't get married because he said it to Jeremiah. Jeremiah, the prophet. Jeremiah never got married. And so um, and God told him he wasn't going to get married. And then we got the perfect will of God. I want to move on to the perfect will, which I feel like is the pinnacle. This is the stuff that was never planned that blows your mind. Like it knocks your socks off. It's the, that's this perfect will of God. This is the stuff that falls in the category of exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ask or think. This is the one where it hasn't even entered into the mind, the thoughts or the hearts of man, 
what the Lord will do for those who love him. This is the stuff that you just never thought would happen for you, but you're so glad that it did. And you're like blown away by it. But I tell you what, people of God, and those of you who are listening, who have not yet made the decision, and you know me, I I felt convicted that I need to uh, offer people the opportunity to get saved at the end of each podcast, which I'm going to do from now on. But I want to say that whether it's a good, acceptable, or perfect will, whatever God has for you, it is for you. Whatever God has for you, it's going to bless you. And whatever God has for you, it's going to bless somebody else. Either way, whether it's good, acceptable, and perfect, it's going to be everything that you need to be able to sustain you, to move you from just surviving to thriving, because we serve a good God. And he, and everything that he said, his principles should be accepted because he is perfect. There is no flaw in him. He's a God of love and he knows you better than you know you, better than you think you do, better than your parents do, better than your best, best friend in the whole wide world does. And this is why we have to trust in him and in his word, because his word will never, ever return void. Please know that you're loved by God, that you're blessed. But in order for you to really walk in the abundant life that Jesus Christ mentioned in John 10 and 10, in order for you to become that man, that woman that the Lord has called you to be, the requirement is a renewed mind. The requirement is to leave everything in the world that you learn in the world and how the world works. It's all of that old stuff has passed away. And in order for you to know the perfect will of God and answer that age old ancient question that we've always asked, why am I here? What is my will? What is, what do you want me to do? God, what is your will? Start your starting point. Hallelujah. According to this scripture, Romans 12 and two, you can read it for yourself. I always encourage you to read it for yourself and know God for yourself, but he answers you and do not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. NLT, I'm going to read that one more time for you before I close out. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Could it be that your marriage hasn't changed because your mind hasn't? Could it be that your parenting skills haven't changed because your mind hasn't and you're getting the same results from your children? Could it be that your money, you're living like you got your, a hole in your pocket with your money because your mind hasn't changed about uh, the principles of saving money and you're still spending. Could it be that your friendships and connections and the relationships that you choose uh, to become intimate with are the same quality, same poor, low-level type of relationships because you haven't been renewed in the mind as as far as what a true relationship is. Anything in your life. Here, here, here we go. Let's do this. How about I pose a challenge to you? 
I challenge you to sit down and ask the Lord, okay, God, where does my mind need to be renewed about my marriage, about my money, about my children, about where I work, you know, about my business um, or how I'm running my business or what you're calling me to do? And I promise you, he'll answer. Be open and watch this. When you ask him, be quiet, sit still and see what he says to you. He'll answer because God desires so much. I think more than you do that you be in his perfect will because he wants to bless you and he wants to protect you. Amen. And so for those of you who are listening, these, uh, this scripture is not going to apply to you if you have not accepted Christ as Lord and Savior. While God loves you, in order for you to be able to have uh, the benefits of scripture and its principles and its blessings, you have to be a believer. You have to be a child of God. So I'd like to offer you that opportunity right now by simply having you repeat after me. Repeat this, Lord God, I am a, I'm a sinner. I ask for your forgiveness. I believe by faith that Jesus Christ is your son. I believe that he died and rose again on the third day for my sins. Lord, I dedicate my life to you. I dedicate my mind to you so that I want to let you transform me by renewing my mind. I love you. I'm open and I'm willing. Hallelujah. According to Romans 10 and 9, you confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, so you're saved. Point blank period. See how simple it is. God made sure that he made it simple for you. Hallelujah. And the Bible says then when you confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, hallelujah, that the angels are rejoicing. You got some angels probably up there doing the cabbage batch just for you because now your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Praise the Lord, everybody. Once again, I want to thank you for tuning into this uh, episode, uh, A New Mind of the Wilder's Way podcast. I thank you so much. I pray that you guys tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a family member, tell someone, even if you strike up a conversation on the street, tell them about the Wilder's Way. Hallelujah. And you can also tell them about a book that I wrote entitled Understanding the Hell You Go Through that is available on Amazon. You can get it via Kindle or paperback. Check it out. It's a a really simple, basic book about spiritual warfare. Amen. Um, So I'm excited. I can't wait to come to you again with a new episode of The Wilder's Way. And just remember, when you learn the word and apply the word, hallelujah, because the word is a weapon, it's our sword. When you learn to work the word against the wiles of the devil, guess what you just learned? You just learned the wilder's way. God bless you. Until next time, bye-bye.